What's up, y'all? Welcome to the second ever North of 60 forecast. We made it. We made it. We out here. We did the first one. It was a lot of fun. We kind of talked about our year in review, and we thought, uh, we were, well, we were making music with our, our friend Brett tonight, Brett Sloan. Welcome to our guest. Hi. Welcome, Brett. We thought it'd be a cool idea to chat with him and just kind of talk about what's going on in our lives, what, what we're doing. Uh, tonight, we started... Well, we didn't really start, but we kind of revisited some hardcore music we were making. It's about two years in the making. Yeah, two years in the making. More for than that. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, the three of us were in a hardcore band called False Hope. And um, we never really broke up. We just kind of stopped <laughs> making music. Well, Greg and, went to college. Yeah. Uh, we have jobs. Our <laughs> drummer is inconspicuously missing. And here we are. Yeah. Welcome. So yeah, Welcome. we uh, we decided to kind of revisit that and kind of rekindle whatever was happening. A couple of years ago, we tried writing another EP, and then it just we again just got busy with other stuff going on and didn't end up getting to it. But now we we kind of have time again, and we thought it'd be cool to write some hardcore music. So we're doing that. And how are yeah. you doing? How are you doing, Brett? I'm doing good. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming over and laying some bass down tonight. Anything. Sorry to be it in my fun. super poor bedroom, as you stated about 10 yeah. minutes yeah. ago. Darren's poor. Really yeah. Anyone listening. <laughs> All his gear and equipment and his PS5, like, it's... Yeah. It's poor. It's yeah. sad, honestly. I'm really sorry. You have to be subjected to this bullshit in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, kind it of disrespectful that you bring us into these poor conditions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but today but, was fun, actually. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was cool to kind of make... Uh, a, a whole different genre of music that we haven't fucking... No, okay, we didn't make a whole different <laughs> genre of music. <laughs> Redefine music. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. It was cool to revisit a genre of music that we haven't done in a long time, so... It's cool to do it in, like, a different kind of setting, too. Usually when we write this stuff, it'd be like we'd all just kind of jam in, well, before my basement apartment, and then later in the jam spot. Mm-hmm. And it was always... There was never really much structure to it. Like, we'd kind of get together and just, like, write some riffs and yeah. shit. It's cool to just kind of do it in this more just like structured writing environment. Yeah, straight yeah. up. Oh, with that being said, I like really, really miss getting into a room with a f- real drum kit and yeah, so turning cool. everything up and like actually jamming. I feel like because that's where we wrote a lot of like our that's where we wrote all of our stuff like, actually. Of, yeah, yeah, jam spot. I also like coming back to something in the future. You know, with your new knowledge of music or producing or whatever it is, and, yeah. and really revisiting hardcore or whatever it is and knowing what you know now bringing that to the table yeah. and like being able to experiment a lot more i think that's a lot of fun to do 100 mm-hmm. percent, yeah it's been cool because yeah the, like a couple of the songs uh, for one of them for sure that we worked on that we came back and tracked guitars for that was written at jam spot like two years ago yeah mm-hmm. and then we just came back to it i guess kind of recently like a, a month a or so ago, ago yeah. a couple months ago we came back to it and yeah, kind of reworked some guitar stuff and just re-recorded everything. And yeah, it was, I agree. It was so cool to be able to like reflect on a piece we made and be able to change it before we do anything else yeah. with it. It's know? cool looking at it with different eyes now, especially now that we're all like a little bit older and a little bit more like, not experienced, I guess, but we've been doing this a bit longer. Yeah. Right? Like when we started False Hope, especially you were a kid. That was my first yeah. like real musical project. Yeah, we're old. Yeah, I've been yeah. playing music over ten years. Well, we've been. It yeah. came up on one of my stories, uh, like my Facebook memories the other day. Yeah, I think it was twelve years ago. Yeah, uh, two days ago that we played our a lot of nothing show. Oh my lord, with Trevor. Well, I started playing bass and like getting bass lessons in grade nine, 
and yeah. 28 now. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I don't know the math on that, but it's been... Definitely more than 10 years. Too fucking long. For well, yeah, our years. first band... 14 years, um, 15 years. Yeah. Well, so I think we were... We were going to be like 14, right? Yeah, I was we playing kids. drums, you were playing bass. We were playing these shows all around Toronto where promoters would get us to sell tickets, which... <laughs> As Classic a system. And as a 14-year-old in high school, no one's really going to buy your tickets, so we bought them to yeah. play these shows. We managed. We rented a bus, and we got our high was school cool. out there. Yeah. I once bought a ticket. That was going to be my first show. I bought a ticket from Robert Jackson. Nice. And I ended up getting sick that day. It was a Friday night. You guys were playing the Opera House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Greg and his yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah it was sick. really <laughs> weird how you weren't there to support your boys. <laughs> you guys weren't even my boys then. I didn't even <laughs> know you. I knew Paul Jackson. That's Paul. true. That was pre-rugby guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. No, well, fuck, it's, uh... We've been doing this for quite a long time, if you think about it. It's kind of yeah. scary to think about. Yeah, y'all are old, Mitch man. was rugby guy. This Mitch was, was rugby guy. I was rugby, rugby guy's, guy's friend, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With my red, was it an Air Apostle shirt or a Hollister shirt yeah, or something? super cool, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, super fit in with the hardcore yeah. tents, for sure. We took a weird path. Like, we did, like, really, like, weird, childish pop punk together. Yeah. And then... We graduated into full, like, metalcore architectile stuff. I think because at the time we didn't care. We, yeah. me and you, we loved music because you were always playing drums and guitar or something. And, like, I don't think we really cared what was being played as long as we were, like, playing together and hanging out. And... That's the way to do it, too. That's, like, where you yeah. find the most, like, organic and, like, real yeah. sounding shit that, like, fits yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. You know? We it's always kind of get way. together. Even at um, Devin's house, our boy Devin Fontaine, we just hang out in his basement and jam for, like... Hours. hours and hours. Yeah. yeah. Take his parents' beer afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just hang out. It was really good time. I really liked what we used to uh, in your parents' basement. We'd write all the guitars on Guitar Pro mm-hmm. and then learn how to play them after. That's yeah. so <laughs> sick. That That's was so, that, so you write them without like playing them on guitar. Yeah. yeah. That oh was like God. me when I like wrote music. It was very uh, perfectionist. Like I wouldn't bring it to the table until I thought it was like good enough, and yeah. then I also had to learn it. Yeah, and then I had to like bring Darren yeah. over or bring Devin over and be like, "Hey, I, I programmed this song. Like, let's all learn yeah. it together." That's like so, a, it was a weird concept, but that's like a very unique way to. I guess, like with that being said, like it's no different than me like playing like a MIDI keyboard or something yeah. like that, right? It's kind of like a similar way to do things. And in a way, it worked. It was cool because like, so you'd write a song in your, like, say in your basement, and then you'd send me the guitar profile. I can learn it before I came over, and then we can yeah. all just start jamming, Practice right? was smooth. Yeah, we can work on it from there instead of you just, like, manually showing me how to play this riff or whatever. Yeah, for hours, and then wasting, like, a lot yeah. of people's time. You could take your own time. And I found that it made me a better player, too, especially if it was a mm-hmm. part I couldn't play. I would just practice and practice and practice until I got it. And so that's what I loved it. about your stuff. Like, you would write these, like, really complex, like, sweet picky parts. Yeah. And then practice and practice until they were right but it's stuff that you wouldn't just like pick up your guitar and go yeah like if you're in like a a pod you know playing with your band i'm not gonna just be able to whip that out because i couldn't do it yet yeah it's something you have to like write out first and then actually kind of familiarize yourself with it instead of just like oh yeah i'll just freestyle this little lick over (laughs) (laughs) just sweep something over it you can't do that doesn't uh not particularly no i can play like (laughs) within like a, a minor pentatonic scale no, bro, I'm not much better, don't worry about yeah. that. I'd say you're, you're yeah, no, you, you know some more skills than me for sure. No, I'm glad <laughs> we're getting back into this. I'm glad we've revisited this project. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool just making <clears throat> music with more people. Because, I mean, obviously Darren and I, like we're, we've been making music together the past year. We've been doing releasing one song a month. We've been like, really busy with writing North of 64 stuff. But it's cool to like 
re- even if we weren't revisiting False Hope, just making hardcore music, whatever it is, yeah. just mm-hmm. writing music in a different genre, it's so it just feels so like uh, for not so corny, but it feels so like free. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's just nice to kind of express yourself in a different genre instead of just making the same like pop yeah. or hip hop music. You think it's getting new like eyes and ears on it too? Like just having a third person in the room to like bounce ideas off of and bounce like concepts off of. Yeah. Because, like, it's kind of the same thing when you write music by yourself. You can kind of get, like, stuck in familiar patterns and repetition that you kind of, like, your comfort zone that you lean on. Mm-hmm. And just having you here just kind of helps even. Like, there's just shit that we wouldn't think of, maybe, that you could bring to the table that would add to what we're doing. Yeah, right? yeah I agree. Totally. I think that's the best and the hardest part of, like, a collaboration process. Because you always want yeah. your stuff to be, like, out there. And be like, oh, yeah. I love how this sounds. And then, like, you know, maybe three out of the four guys are like, well, maybe it could be like this. And you kind of have to swallow your pride but it really makes good music all together yeah yeah because now it's not just like one person's mind when you bring like multiple minds together to work on a project like you're gonna have great results because you're gonna have so many different views on how something should be played or what part should be played Mm -hmm. yeah you can play like i could play a riff and you could take an idea and like bounce to me that is something i straight up would just not have ever thought of yeah like completely coming from left field and it just makes it makes you a better musician too because it just kind of adds to like your bank yeah, that you can like draw from. Yeah. And sometimes like a, when someone <laughs> like sometimes when you have like an idea and you're so set on that you get like demoitis where it's yeah. like you can't let go of that. But then <laughs> demoitis. You like that? Cool. Yeah, demoitis. <laughs> um but no, you you get stuck with it and then someone will show you their idea and at first it just doesn't stick with you. You're like, "Oh, man, like I want to do mine so bad." But then like if you sit on that and you revisit it, it's like shit dude like if we didn't do that like it we wouldn't have had that extra element that sounds so cool now yeah you know yeah. it's cool to have like sometimes it, it can get like uh you may have like too many cooks in the kitchen mm-hmm. but with i mean just the three of us making music i think bouncing ideas off each other is like it, it's mm-hmm. been really fun tonight it's really fun yeah i'm excited to keep doing stuff. it me too. Yeah, me too i think we're all pretty respectful of each other too we're not gonna be like except like we make greg. jokes obviously <laughs> yeah. but, like, except for greg sort of rude yeah, yeah. But I think if you have the respect for the person that you're working with and you let them know, hey, I think this idea is good, instead of just being like, no, fuck that, let's do something completely yeah. different. 100%. You all have to have like a certain amount of respect for each other like musically and personally, too. Well, to I think it to helps, too. Like, we've all known each other for forever. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've known you my whole life. I've known you for however long now. A couple few, right? yeah. <laughs> a couple <laughs> few <laughs> like, years. We're close enough even just as friends that if one of us gives the other idea, it's like we're more inclined to listen. Yeah. Because we can tell Yeah, you. totally. It's, it's not, not just some random person. Yeah, it's not just some like weird, like, power play thing where you're just trying to like get your shit in yeah no totally man and so with this being said for any music makers or creators that are listening if someone gives an idea that's in the room with you while you're making music or that you're making music with whatever the case may be if someone gives you an idea and you're not sure about it just try tracking it try just recording that idea just laying that idea down listen to it in context with the song and just see if it works see if you guys fuck with it together you know or even expand on it from there right like you might just have a basic riff you give your idea on it, then you give your idea on it, and then that sparks something in my brain. Now this simple thing's become something, like, cool be- and unique. It's starting to become yeah. a song now. Yeah. 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 Always, you have to enter music, especially, already when you're making music on your own, you have to enter it a very open-minded. But if you're making music with other people, you have to be, like, especially open-minded. Yeah. And very, yeah, you just have to be able to kind of uh, take on anybody's ideas and try and yeah. make it work with what you're doing. Except for Greg's. 
Except for Greg's. Yeah. Maybe. Stay away from Greg's ideas. We can agree that Greg's We have, like, a little pact where it's yeah. like, oh, Greg, that's a great idea. Yeah. What if we did this, too, <laughs> also, but instead of? <laughs> but, like, take your idea away and only do this. Yeah. Full disclosure, I recorded a kick-ass solo for this track tonight. <laughs> no, you did <laughs> and not. And not one of you will ever hear it because dictator Greg over here wouldn't <laughs> allow it in the song. No, no, you know, I'll bring it back just so everyone can hear it. Well, no, it's, we'll let them it's, decide. It's gone now. It's gone. <laughs> it's been deleted. It's dead and buried. In Greg. the cloud, bro. I'll be the, the second voice here and I'm saying it was a kick-ass song. <laughs> Dude. I know. It was oh. just free ball, too. Like, it was so good. And, and sometimes I have these ideas. I have no idea where they come from. <laughs> <laughs> They're just magic, bro. They're magic. Oh, yeah. You'll never hear it. You'll never hear You're probably yeah. not listening to this, but... You're right, yeah. yeah. No one will hear it. Mitch will hear it. That's fine. The solo or the podcast? The podcast. The solo's gone. Oh, the solo's gone forever. Mitch is listening for sure. What's popping, Mitch? We love Mitch. We gotta get Mitch on here next time. Yeah. Yeah, talk about us. We'll talk about it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'm just kidding, Mitch. I love you. On another note, you've been streaming lately. Yeah. On Twitch. How's it going so far? Very good. Very, uh, a lot of stuff I've learned about myself, especially in this past year that I didn't really know beforehand. Mm. Uh, in the same regard, we were talking about earlier, recording our voices, hearing it back. I feel like a lot of people have the same issue where obviously your voice inside your head is completely different than recorded. Yeah, like night and day. Even I, when I heard this last week, I had no idea that that's what I sounded like and yeah. I hated it. It's, it's like kind of cringy sometimes, but like hearing it back over and over again and, and actually seeing my face in my, either in my videos or on stream or whatever is something that is new to me because I never liked mm-hmm. taking selfies or photos or anything like that. I actually don't really like how I look or sound, but uh, I'm gaining a lot of confidence and I've, I've set a lot of goals for myself, which I think is helping with like purpose, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's been going really good. What kind of led you to start it? Like what like uh, kind of brought you along to actually like doing it? Um, pandemic mostly. <laughs> like you have bored a, of it. Yeah, everyone has so much more free time. And it's just uh, something I like to watch a lot, so I thought, why not try my hand in it? I'm a little late on it, but uh, everyone's trying to start it now, too, so... Yeah, there's never really, like, a right time to start it, though. I feel yeah. like... Because if you don't start now, then you're just not going to start. Yeah. So you might as well just get out and and just push to make that happen. Yeah. I agree. That's what actually one of the cooler things, like... I shouldn't say the cooler things about this fucking pandemic. But one of the positives of this is it has allowed people, even just, like, the time... To yeah. try stuff like this, whereas before, like, you're so caught up in work and social shit and whatever. Yeah. It's just, like, you might not have just spent the afternoon, like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah there's right? hobbies that you actually have time to try out now. Yeah. You know? Explore. Cool. See and, what's up. Yeah, maybe even make it more than a hobby. You know, like, this could be something that, that grows. You mm-hmm. know? That's but, what I'm hoping for. But no, it's good. Like, it sounds like it's safe to say that you, like, push yourself out of your comfort zone to try doing yeah. this, right? Absolutely not with being that cliche kind of... Oh, we're gonna try something new, but like, <laughs> yeah, it, well, it it's definitely it is, weird. Though, like, you know, streaming itself is fine, but when you have to go back and rewatch your video for a clip, or you have to rewatch f- to see what you did, maybe right or wrong, mm-hmm. when yeah. the viewers are coming in, it's weird to just sit there physically watching you talk to some other people. And it's yeah. like, it's so <laughs> weird. And it like, that's a little out of my comfort zone, but I'm getting better. I'm posting TikToks a little bit and I'm trying to. I want to dabble in YouTube with some content and stuff like that, but mm, yeah. just get like your brand out there. Yeah, yeah, and try and uh, try and open it up because um, I said this on my stream too that even though I don't expect it to be huge and it's not like 
something I'm striving towards. It's still like my face, my name, my brand kind it's of thing. Brand. So it's, yeah. I want it to be as professional as possible, look as good as possible. And that I'm going to work hard for. Mm-hmm. If results come, they come. If they don't, whatever, then then that's on that. But I really still want it to be you know, like looking good and people having fun when they come see me. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's totally the way to do it because I mean, if this is something, and I think there's a lot of potential for it to become something, even like watching lately, you've, I saw like just last week, I think you had like eight viewers on there. And yeah, like yeah. to have that from like the fucking first time I watched you had three viewers, me and you being <laughs> two of them. <laughs> yes, so sir. it's like, holy shit, like to see you already have eight viewers and people are like interacting in the chat. Like there's yeah. definitely, there, you have a very interactive thing going and it's, it's, um, yeah, I, don't know. I, I think it's something that has a lot of potential to go there. So you want to make sure that you're still kind of keeping up like a, a sort of a professional, but still like loose. Like you just be yeah. yourself, but be res- like I think people professional think, about it. Yeah, I think people think that it is them playing games. And I think that's all they think it is. But it's you providing entertainment for people. Yeah, for sure. And <clears throat> one of the, I guess, a good piece of advice I got not personally, but I, like when I was researching it, it said every, every live stream or every podcast or every recording session should be an event. It doesn't have to be like a grand event, but it cannot be you lying back and playing <laughs> Call of Duty, whatever, whatever, yeah. right? Like it has to be something that people want to come and see, talk to, talk to you about. And like, yeah, you can go chill out with all the other people that are just playing their games relaxing like that's fine if that's what you're into but uh that's not who i am as a person and like i really like to try and provide either my input or my entertainment Mm -hmm. to people so that's where my head's at when i do it it. spurs on more like interaction too when it's more of like an event and like a show yeah i agree because like to me like if i was just watching a guy who just like isn't really talking much like he's just like playing cod i just kind of think like i'll i'll just go play cod yeah, and I was like, do it myself. You got right? your homie yeah. on in the background, but you guys are playing together, whatever. But right, mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm more apt like the bit I do dabble in mostly on like YouTube is when the guy it's like a person I care about, like a person who I enjoy watching. It's like funny or entertaining, right? Yeah. And then the video game's just kind of like his medium of presenting his entertainment. Yeah, forward, exactly. Right? Yeah, and it's like smart branding doing that too. Like Nick Merckx, who's obviously one of the biggest um, Call of Duty and Fortnite streamers, mm-hmm. he has like he has events too where he has his Thursday night football, where yeah. he literally streams Thursday night football and talks with his community about it. Yeah, and like you, you just I saw last Thursday as part of it too for the last little bit, but you're doing community nights. Is that something yeah, like planning on like keeping going mm-hmm. moving forward to be interactive with your community? Yeah, I really want to do something like that or continue to do stuff like that because uh, when I started, I did a ton of research and, you know, like engagement is like the number one thing for viewers to come back, Yeah, which makes perfect sense. You know, like someone mm-hmm. comes in, you don't say hi to them, like what's in it for them now, unless they really like you to begin with. But community night is something that's, I think, a little awkward at first because when your community is just like your best friends coming in to say hi, like <laughs> it's still fun. But once you really start growing, you need to have some sort of time set aside for these people um, because they're not just viewers. They're not like just a number. They're people coming to see you. Mm-hmm. They're coming to hang out. You're bringing them value. Exactly. So you want to really put the emphasis on them. Mm-hmm. It's not you. It's not you playing games. It's you and your entertainment and they want to come see you. Right. So you really need to take the time to appreciate them and say like, 
hey, let's do like a, like you have a family game night, for example, or something like mm-hmm. that, right? You all play marbles or something silly. But as mm-hmm. long as you're Dice engaging. or whatever, yeah. 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 Something, something easy. No, it's, it's smart too. And you're clearly very self-aware of where you're at too. Because right now, like, you're obviously like, you're, you're already like passing that point where it's just your best friends coming in the stream. Because I saw like there was other like random people that were kind of in there yeah. interacting with you. So, I mean, it's smart for you to kind of get ahead of that curve and see like, cool, like, I have people coming in that isn't just, like, Greg, Darren, Mitch, Lorraine, and, like, I can start capitalizing on this, like, let's interact with them, let's find ways where I can have, like, a whole night Mm -hmm. where everyone can kind of be involved, and then they'll want to come back next Thursday night to join community night, or whatever the case may be. Exactly, yeah, that's that's the hope, obviously, but... Yeah, build your own little, like, community around your channel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's smart, and it, it's it's starting to look good, man. I'm I'm happy with like what I'm seeing. It's sick seeing you kind of <laughs> you. take this on and have like it's fun. progressively more and more people. Straight up, I was know? so excited when I heard you were actually doing this. Yeah, like, yeah when I heard too. you were actually like gonna start because I think we'd even like talked about you doing. We've all been into video games like our whole lives. Yeah, we've right? all yeah, played video games so. our whole lives. But it was just cool that you're actually like reaching out and doing it, and you definitely have like the right idea about this. Yeah, of, like how to market it and how to go for it. Like you said, like you get. You'll get in like, out of it what you put into it. Yeah. And to actually make it like a professional thing. Like, I think you're actually going to take this really far. I hope so. Yeah. I, uh, you definitely have to branch out because Twitch as a company has little discoverability. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know how YouTube, they'll send you random videos. You should watch this. You can yeah, see yeah. this. Like, feed into the algorithm. Yeah. We had, like, little jumps of success with that. Little yeah, exactly. Of, like, Least random you... suggestions from our videos. Yeah, which is super nice. So I have to dabble in YouTube. I have to get more into TikTok. TikTok is the biggest one right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the For You page is just like, can go on anyone's For You page. So yeah. you get noticed by the right people, whatever, it's snowball effect. Mm-hmm. But uh, Twitch itself is pretty much, people have to like look you up and then that's... So I was going to ask you, like, what have you found is like the biggest challenge so far? Is it just like kind of getting the channel out there, like getting the brand out there? Yeah, uh... The biggest challenge is that there's so many different ways to do everything. Um, So when I was first starting out, I was really experimenting with a lot of different programs to to get the stream up and running and all that. That was a huge challenge. And uh, the the second part you brought up, I'm not too concerned about. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I want my brand to grow, but it's not like my number one priority. It's like an organic process. Yeah, exactly. Um, Right now, I just... I tweet when I go live. That's it. Yeah. I just go on Twitter. Hey, if you want to come chill, come chill. But I have Discord, so I'll post in there. And now I'm going to start using Instagram as a main platform, I think. Yeah, and that's then, a good idea. Uh, yeah. Start cutting, editing videos for YouTube, hopefully. And see if I can grab some people from there and TikTok and totally. all that. Yeah. Are you going to start like getting, like start clipping, like kind of from every single stream, take like a clip or two for TikTok? Yeah, I'm trying to. It's, uh, like I said before, it's super awkward to open up a, like a video and just watch a full <laughs> video of you, analyze yeah. it yeah. and pick which parts need to go like, where. The one I just did one today and it was six hours. It was like five hours and 40 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And to find like a 30 second clip just from a five hour video. Like five hours. It's tough, man. So you either have to manually write down when you think there's a good clip, which I have yet to start doing. Like a so like while it happens. Like you just kind of yeah. know that like, okay, this is the promo video kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's uh, that's something I got to learn to do because it's so hard to keep an account to, you know, always be positive, always be engaging, mm. uh, you know, focus on what you're doing at the same time and then realize oh this might be a good spot for a tiktok and mm-hmm. physically like write it down or something but 
that's the hardest part, I think. It's just getting content out of it. Streaming itself is super easy. It's just like, be funny. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't realize how much actually goes into streaming when you're not just streaming to play a video game, when you're streaming to yeah. kind of maintain your brand. Yeah. Because everything you just mentioned has to be considered. Like you have to be positive yeah. for everyone. You have to make sure you're interacting with everyone. You have to be considering what sort of content you can pull out of this to help drive engagement for future streams. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to like, it sounds dumb, but you're trying to like play the game. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. literally yeah. game. Like play it like well enough that people like want to watch. Right? Yeah. Like, because yeah. I feel like you either have to be either really good at the game when people watch, yes. really bad where it's hilarious. Yes. Or just average and like at least like super entertaining. Yeah. I like that you've capitalized on the funny moments too. Like two TikToks that yeah. I saw that you clipped. Where you've capitalized, like, there's one thing, I don't know what game you're playing, but, like, oh, like, I'll just blow this up to get by. You blew it up, and then you died, and, like, oh, this fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, dude, capitalizing on, like, those funny little mistakes that happens, like, because I see TikToks like that all the time for, like, Call of Duty, because, like, my For You page is covered with Call of Duty stuff. Yeah. So I'll see stuff like that where, like, someone fucks something up, and it's, like, it's so funny, and I like it, I interact <laughs> with it, so I'll get more of that kind of it's stuff. It's the second you know? best, because Darren said it right, like you're either really fucking good to the point where people, like, want to watch your gameplay. Like, they want to, yeah. like, like com other, like, competitive people want to watch and, like, learn from you. Almost, yeah, right? exactly. They want to see what you're doing. And then you, you can sit back. You don't have to say a word and just play COD, and people will just watch you, yeah. like, crush. Yeah. Totally. Or you can be, like, really <laughs> shitty and funny. Yeah. And people are like, whoa, you yeah, suck. I feel like it's that good, has like, way more show. reach, though. Like, I agree. I'm a lot more apt to watch a guy who's, like, not really that good, but, like, fucking hilarious. Yeah. Than a guy just, like, wreck everyone at COD. It's, like, I know I'll never be funny. that good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never been. Like, yeah. This is crazy. One other thing I did want to mention that I thought was pretty cool about your um, about your Twitch channel is that you're not just streaming <laughs> channel Twitch channel. It's really cool that you say channel. channel. <laughs> your Twitch your channel. Your Twitch channel. <laughs> your Twitch channel. No, uh, what's really cool is that you're not just streaming because everyone's doing Call of Duty right now. Like Call of Duty is like a huge thing. Yeah. So it's cool to see you. I, I think have you streamed Call of Duty yet? I have a couple times, and it's not something I'm against. I think Call of Duty specifically is very oversaturated yes. mm -hmm. with the amount of streamers uh, and that's fine like if you want to chill out play call of duty while mm -hmm. on stream like do your thing talk to your friends uh i personally think you know call of duty is really oversaturated and yeah it is there's sure. not a lot of f funny content you could play call of duty you could play 10 matches and nothing is funny or cool or good yeah it can be very stale even like when we're yeah. just playing games you could have like 10 yeah. games where it's just stale nothing happens like when we play warzone we play a couple matches and like we get 30th 15th 45th like yeah it doesn't matter but half the time there's nothing funny there's no real engagement you can't pull and and pick stuff from like your stream to mm -hmm. to talk to your chat totally about. So then, what have you? What games? Like, what type of games are you playing? Like, what do you think your niche is with what you're doing here? My my niche specifically, I want like I have Twitch idols, I guess, mm -hmm. and they're all like Nick Merckx is a huge idol of mine. Yeah. Like, that's sick. Mm -hmm. It's but, like top dog. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, Tim the Tapman. All those guys, they can do what they want. Um, but other my heroes, they're mostly variety. And they're mm -hmm. mostly content based. Mm -hmm. Like seldom do they play a game. It's like a yeah. an event where they are like, hey, it's Minecraft Monday. But then like Tuesday through Saturday, they're just like, just come hang out. Yeah, yeah. Come talk with your people. And they stuff. do silly stuff or something like that, and they have you know tons of engagement, um, which is funny because even if they're like big people, they can still engage with maybe not everyone, but. They can mm -hmm. still pull out the reach and, and see what Chad is saying and, and make sure everything is, like, cool. So, yeah. 
that's kind of where my niche is. I think variety and, and I really want to dip into content. Like, for example, I have one coming up whenever Lorraine and I get together, she randomly bought a whole bunch of candy from this website. Okay. And it's all like kind of strange candy. It's not like your typical chocolate bar or whatever, but a tree is like super hot candy. One of them is. Yeah. And then, uh, so we're going to try a bunch of candy on stream and like kind of rate the candy. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. And when, uh, one person on my stream be, she suggested, or, uh, they suggested to do, um, a jelly beans stream. Oh, like with the, one of them tastes like really bad. Yeah. But you, they're like, it's kind of like Harry Potter where all the beans are like different flavor. You can get yeah. like yeah. sour apple or you can get like earwax or something stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally down for that shit. Like that's where I want to. That's cool, man. And yeah. that's, how, like, that's how you engage with people when people can see that kind of stuff. Because when they can come to your channel and not only watch you play video games, but now they can just interact with you and see you doing fun shit and start to learn about your personality more. Exactly. It, it just becomes a lot more community driven thing. And that would even help you break out of just like like the Twitch bubble too. Like that at that yeah. point you just become a straight up like content creator, yeah. right? Like you can go on TikTok and Instagram and That's well, the hope. No one uses Facebook but Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you can kinda branch off to whatever from there. I agree. Yeah, that's what my hope is. I um had a weird revelation probably two or three years ago and that was that I was very like a lone wolf, not in a sense. Like I've always had you guys, you guys are always my friends. Mm-hmm. But I never really kept constant upkeep of you guys. I know that you're mm-hmm. adults, you do what you want. But I was just sitting in my room like one day for like a week or so. And I was like, I didn't do anything this week. Like, I didn't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't messaged my friends. Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and that really wanted me to reach out more and like hang out. Like, you guys are having parties. I always come, like, make sure it's see what's going on. And I try to text someone, at least two people once a day. Bro, I'm the worst texter. Of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's so, hard. <laughs> like, you'll, like, you'll text me at like six o'clock. It's probably the minimum on my lunch break the next day at work, but I'll get back to you. <laughs> That's Sometimes fine. I'll straight up forget. Like, it's I more feel for you. me. Cause like, yeah. as long as I text you and I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm just trying to like put myself out there more. Um, even with streaming, like, mm-hmm. that to me is a huge. This is my face. Hey, everyone. How are you? Welcome to my stream. Like, Mm -hmm. that's uh, really trying to push myself to not quite open up, but, like, uh, be out there more. Be a little bit more um, Mm -hmm. uh, present, I guess. Totally, man. I think, like, yeah, I've definitely seen, like, growth in you. I've seen growth in all of our friends, of course. Like, over the past, this year especially, has been such a challenge for everyone. So I've seen a lot of growth. It's just cool to see our friends, like, doing shit like this. It's cool to see you doing this stream do you want to plug your your channel where where can people find you at yep twitch.tv slash bread and butter with two r's i love at that the hell yeah bread and butter baby yeah i'm gonna try and fix that someone already took bread and butter so i had to put an you extra had to put r. the extra r yeah you can go back to your old i think it was your psn name the buttermilk, buttermilk fairy. fairy yeah. buttermilk fairy yeah that was Definitely i was actually that. really disappointed that you didn't use it and i'm not <laughs> i actually forgot about that <laughs> i think i'm actually gonna Delete Twitch and not follow that <laughs> no worries. No worries. Just from sheer disappointment. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bread and butter, that's your name though? You're sticking with bread and butter? With the I think two R's? so. Well, I'll try and put it to the one R whenever that one person leaves. But <laughs> Is that one person active? Can you contact them to like change I think or? once you're a partner or like once you're high enough, yeah, Twitch will Twitch just be, be like, okay. Yeah, free yeah. raid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think Our I could just call Twitch and be like, hey, can you like <laughs> make it happen? <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> what is Squash this geek? I want his name. Yeah, like, get him out of here. All right, that's dope. Yeah, I think uh, we'll wrap it there. We've been talking for like 30 minutes now. Kind of, if we've held on to anyone's attention this long, shout out to you if you're listening. <laughs> the one thing on our last podcast, my wife downstairs, Michaela, got upset that we didn't give her a direct plug. She so got a plug. That's what I said. Yeah. Hi, Michaela. 
I'm glad so you're listening. You're gonna, my voice. You gotta <laughs> plug pedal point embroidery. Yeah, now you're gonna plug her business. Just gonna plug her name. Y'all just plugged it for me. Pedal point embroidery. Follow at pedal point embroidery <laughs> for all your embroidery needs on Instagram. Unbelievable. Follow. What's Lorraine's macrame thing called? Lola Lola mac- macrame. Lola macrame. She's also making rugs. If anyone wants macrame. Making for. what? Rugs. Oh, I thought you said making drugs. That'd like, bro, don't shout hard. that out on our podcast. Like, we'll she talk, doesn't you know, make but... drugs. <laughs> so I've already noticed a trend in this that we're really fucking bad at outros. Yeah, so let's cut it. That's it. Oh, you just fucking Yeah, you something. fucked it up. What do you mean? Let's cut it. Yeah. Fuck, Stop, man. dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't let's get cut it. it. Let's cut it. Psych. Thanks, All Brad, right. for coming on the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you coming out. Bread and butter with two R's. Check it out on Twitch. Watch out for the content I'll be posting soon. Join this community nights on Thursday nights. And it's fun. Yeah. In case I don't see ya, it's fucking fun. Good afternoon.